I'm ready. Hello. I'm ready. You- <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, good. I'm glad you're ready. I was glad hoping to, to give a Trey songs and show you know I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> I was never a big Trey songs fan. I'm what? Like really Please. Freshman year. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. Okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know that song. I was ready. When your love's lost. <laughs> we were in BBB in my single let's not relive let's not relive okay okay i'm trying to move on from that okay okay but what's <laughs> up y'all sign yeah, me up. What's up welcome back welcome back this is the real this is the, the real episode <laughs> right here <laughs> yeah i'm sorry guys i was never strong at math okay so <laughs> like forgive me <laughs> Forgive me, okay? It's a work in progress. I'm a creative. I don't do numbers, okay? So let's just leave it at that. Preach it. It's still Pisces season. It is. It is. And, and shout out um, to you lovely I, people. You're right. And I just have to make another apology for a misstep last week. I idiotically... <laughs> For <laughs> totally just ridiculously forgot my dear one of my eldest and dearest friends Felicia is a Pisces and her birthday is today Wednesday yay happy birthday Felicia happy birthday girl clap it up happy birthday this she's is a quarter you. century today this is all about you girl this is your month and she's really can i just give a quick shout out to fee she is really out here excelling my girl's about to go to med school she completed a master's and some really awesome brain science type thing and she does the shit man i fuck with her the wrong way so shout out to you happy birthday sorry again about last week you know your birthday sneaks up on me each year you know were well happy birthday felicia again and while we have you here you know let's just kick it off with uh some least compatible signs for you we could inform you about that that would be your you know birthday gift things to avoid (laughs) this uh quarter century and those least one of the least compatible signs is gemini and apparently that reason being is they're too nervous and high strung not really sure (laughs) not really sure what they mean by high strung like could you Uh, elaborate just like probably just very neurotic and just high anxiety you know Mm -hmm. high strung is usually when you're very tense Mm -hmm. and you're just always on edge so I can imagine Fee Ah. not liking that Right. Like, yeah, right. he definitely is so mellow, so mm-hmm. she needs somebody to balance with right. that. Yay. Kanye is high <laughs> strung. <laughs> so I can see, yes, plays make sense. Yeah. But what's funny right. is another least compatible sign is the Virgo. And Sydney, you're a Virgo, and you and uh, Felicia happen to be getting along just fine. Apparently, that is really weird. Virgos know, are too, anything. apparently, Virgos are too dull. You know, you're not dull though so i think your rising sign might be a little different um for those of you who don't know rising sign is kind of like the first impression you get from someone so let's say you just meet someone for the first time and you're like that's a leo but the reality is he he's a virgo that Mm -hmm. just lets you know okay that their rising sign is leo like that's their personality so oh yeah yeah. i probably do i should probably check into that Mm mm-hmm you should but i think that um why me and her there are some dull virgos now and i think it has also to do where you fall in virgo because i think those that are closer to um damn what's the sign before virgo early virgos they're like a little bit more reserved and like shy Mm -hmm. than like a true Virgo and I'm closer to like the center so Mm -hmm. I think that also has to do with it but me and Fee get along you know I have a couple other Pisces in my life that I forgot about last week two of my co-workers are Pisces so I actually do okay with Pisces some things do bother me but you know seems like I'm just doing just fine true Another least compatible sign is the Sag. 
Sagittarius are too impulsive for the Pisces. They be doing too. That. They be doing too much. I can see that because I know the Sagittarius in my life is beyond impulsive. Of course, and the Sagittarius in mine is also cray. So <laughs> there you have that. And all right, <laughs> neutral, neutral signs too. Let's co- let's cover those. Get that out of the way. But some neutral signs are the Leo and Libra. So really, it could go either way for the two of you. Mm-hmm. You know, it could work out or shit could just go yeah. left. And Carmen, Carmen, who is another close friend of ours, is a Libra, and her and Felicia are. Very, very no close, way. So. Carmen's a Libra. Yeah. Hey, Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Carm girl. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. Cool. Well, that's awesome. Have a great birthday, Fee, and all you other Pisces that are celebrating birthdays. Yes. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, and stay away from those Gemini's, Virgos, Sagittarius, Leos, and Libras. You know, <laughs> Leos and Libras. We'll tell you, Leos we'll tell and Libras. You, who to look you can look out for next week, right? We'll tell, we'll tell you, you who, yeah. right? Who to look out for? But the Leos and Libras. You, you know, either way. Like I said, but yeah, yeah, cool. So moving right along, I just want to kick off nosy news with a quick shout out to my main man, my road dog. Been holding it down for years. One of my first man crush, whatever the hell. Somebody who I really admire. Look, I'm really gassing it now. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Leonardo DiCaprio. Yay! Yay, Leo. Finally won an Oscar, which is much deserved. And he did. He did that. He's a Scorpio. And I'm here for it, you know. I I can see Scorpio all over him, like passionate, stubborn, brave, romantic, yes. romantic, right. And you know what? You know Rihanna is a Pisces, right? right. Leo is mm. the Scorpio. Mm. I mean, so, you guys get a sneak, you get a sneak, a sneak peek into next week's. But the lead, the Scorpio and the Pisces are quite the compatible pair. And you know what I was thinking? Like, I wonder if I don't know how much contact they really have. If they were just like having a fun vacation thing or if they're really friends or if they're like fucking around or whatever. But like if they are fucking around and this is just maybe my own fantasy, it would be so popping if she gave him some Oscar sex and like really put it down for the long ass career that he's had and finally getting an Oscar. I hope she did the damn thing. I can see Re- I know you held it down. Right, I can I see know you held it down. If it's real, if it's really real, I could see Re, you know, Leo opening the hotel room door. Right. Re just right. standing there butt ass with some heels on and a yes. fat ass blunt. In her hand, like and he just and he's just holding the Oscar in his hand, like, yeah, baby, we won. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. I am so here. Totally for here it. for it. Shout out to Leo, though. Congrats, brother. Word. Um, something else that happened at the Oscars. I'm not even gonna talk about the Oscars because I didn't watch the Oscars, and not even because. I mean, I guess I was down for boycotting it or whatever, but like, I truly just did not care. I just didn't have it. I was, I wasn't even, I don't even think I was home during the Oscars. Like, no, but I saw the clips of Stacey Dash making a fucking ass of herself mm. again for the umpteenth time at this point and telling everyone happy black history month and no one laughed like no one. The whole audience was dead ass silent. Like, I don't think there's ever been a worse (laughs) Oscar moment than that horribly written joke. So I didn't see the Oscars. I was out. But what did, uh, so Stacey Dash just said when she got on stage. She was, yeah, she was like an announcer, I guess. Or she was a, um, 
she was gonna say I don't know if she was announcing an award or if she was announcing an artist or what she was announcing but she got out there and she was like I'm gonna help all my people out and say happy black history month and like literally the whole place was dead ass silent like dead silent I'm gonna help all my people out I don't know what people she was talking about because I know she wasn't talking about my people yeah, we I don't want her. Right, I would have looked over my shoulder at that <laughs> point. Like, it, it's not me you're talking about. And what's her sign? Oh, you'll be happy to know she's your Aquarius sister. You see, let me tell you about that. <laughs> Here's the thing. Just how you said the Virgos, you know, there's they're broken up. Okay, they're broken up. You have the ones in the beginning when the month first starts. And then as the month progresses, you get the true Virgo. Okay. So we got to find out where Stacey Dash lies on the spectrum. Cause she could be one of those that we were talking about earlier, but just for the Aquarius. Cause think about one of the chicks we knew. Oh, I hate, I, I'm not going to expose her. Not like I hate to bring it up and expose her. Not, um, but basically, she's her birthday is January twentieth. See, the way, so she is perfect. Early. That's the point that I'm trying <laughs> to make. The person I was going to refer to that went to Syracuse, we were cool with her. She was an Aquarius and she was crazy. Mm. And mm. you know, mm. her birthday was like January twenty mm. something. So she was in the beginning of the month and I was at the end and it was like, I don't know if we can call this irony, but she too doesn't really like her blackness that much. Like it teeters, it teeters. You're you know? so right. You she's like African. Mm-hmm. She's like Afrocentric when it's convenient, ah. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Preach it. But that's right. So, ah. you know, honestly, Stacy Dash is not a true Aquarius we won't we won't really put her in that category um yeah she's one of the early bloomers but yeah poor Stacy Stacy Dash you just made an ass of yourself one more game thank you okay moving right along I don't know if you saw this earlier this week but you know how much I love Heather Sanders like I go up for Heather that is my Bay, that's my girl crush. Love her. Right. She was, I follow her on Snapchat also, and I saw this on Snapchat before I saw it on the blogs, but she took her four month old baby to the Tyga concert and was like <laughs> in the audience with the baby. And the baby had like, instead, you know how some, you see little kids with those headphones that go over the, over the head. Mm-hmm. She had these little, like, foam earplugs in. And I imagine that's because her head was, like, too small for those big ones to be effective. But, like, the little ones didn't really look that effective either. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, as much as I love Heather, I was just left wondering, like, why why did you have to do this like you you could have had a babysitter yeah i I was wondering like was was it not was it really that serious that you couldn't get a babysitter for this right like that's the only thing i really didn't understand like what was the urgency in bringing the because like i'm just trying to think like if i had a newborn you know, in my arms, in the vicinity of, you know, if I happen to be watching a newborn during a concert, nine times, no, 10 times out of 10, I will not be paying that newborn any mind. The tears, the crying, I won't hear it. Okay. In her defense, in her defense, the newborn was sleep. She was sleep as hell. She was completely knocked out, but it just looked bad because here's Heather holding the baby, the sleeping baby in her arms and like twerking to ass so fat. I need a lap dance. Like it was just a weird, it just wasn't right. It just didn't feel right. And I'm just right. That would, that wouldn't, yeah, that really wouldn't settle well with anyone, you know, like, so 
after the that whole incident was on Snapchat or whatever, not incident, but she had she had herself on Snapchat and the baby being there on Snap. Then all the blogs got wind of it and then her baby daddy, T Rail, like was really standing up for her. I guess a lot of people were trying to say she was in the club with the baby, but she wasn't at the club. They were at a concert and he was just like, Y'all are so damn dumb. Like I liked how he stood up for her. I don't know what his sign is, but she's an Aquarius, too. February, I want to say third is her birthday. Well, shit. And Club or concert, I don't really not... think it's the place for a baby, but whatever. And I also feel like, you know, if you put it on social media, you're opening yourself up to public opinion. So Yeah, it's true. You can't really get mad when people say, why do you have your baby, your infant? I feel like four months still an infant. Correct me if I'm wrong, people, but four months, four months, like seven months, four months sounds new to me. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it sounds new enough to me. So right. So Heather, I fuck with you still, girl, but you you had me confused with that one. Right. We weren't into that, but shout out to T. Rel for holding it down for his woman, Mm -hmm. protecting her. That's. Mm-hmm. That's a very honorable characteristic yeah. for you to have. If anybody T-Row. knows what his sign is, let me know because I couldn't find it anywhere. Or if you even know what their birthday, what his birthday is, because yeah, we'll figure the rest out. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I don't know if you. Oh, I think you did say you saw this, but um, Kylie and Tyga were on the blogs this week. <laughs> the blogs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because they were talking they were having a earnest conversation and Kylie was saying how young she feels and how she's not ready for any children because she feels young mm-hmm. and it kind of sounded really bad because she kept saying that she was an infant little baby and Tyga kept on trying to reassure her that she was a woman now (laughs) and it just seemed like he was getting frustrated and uncomfortable by the fact that she kept saying she was a baby right I wasn't really feeling that as well like I seen that and she kept saying I'm an infant child it's like Kylie are you into this sick shit do you want to be in it do you are you looking for a daddy like (laughs) do you have daddy issues (laughs) She probably has daddy issues. You let's feel be me? Yeah. So it's like, you know, her and this infant child. I'm like, girl, grow up. You know, like that just sounds gross. Yeah, hearing Ew. her, hearing her, just hearing her speak in that video and say all that is just, you know, like she's clearly s- still very young, right? And you know, I mean, I guess it adds up because how old is Tyga? Like maybe in dog years or whatever he might be her age <laughs> you know it might equal like even out but you know dudes mature slower than so slow women so, so slow yeah Tyga he's trying to work with her but she just be saying some dumb ass shit and she caught that dumb ass shit on camera mm. thanks a lot Kylie for your congrats you played yourself <laughs> congratulations <laughs> you played yourself Um, so they're not having any babies anytime soon at all so that's good to know good to know we don't need that we don't need because I'm still waiting to see if China's gonna have this Kardashian so we need to have that Kardashians that that could have been the prelude for the baby like you never (laughs) know with them anything is possible for the next step you feel me like anything yo anything anything so (laughs) anyway Guess what, though? This is a happy story to round us out. Mm-hmm. Finally, after decades of love and relationship, Remy Ma and Papoose are married. Ooh, give it up for black love. Yes. yes. Black love. And I seen a photo of them looking ever so dapper. You know, ever just they were looking ghetto fat. You know what I'm darling. saying? Just very ghetto fabulous. Like, never mind. You know, she had the I just sitting right, up high. Right. Never high. mind. I just got out the pen. 
Never mind Papoose read the whole dictionary while he was in the pen. You feel me? Like, it's like these, this is a, the perfect love story. You feel like it's, it's great. It's great. I love them. I love them. I want them to be together for all eternity. I love what them. What are and their not, signs? And she's you, a Gemini, which makes perfect sense. Like, <laughs> We know your track record, and we and he's walk a around in metal detectors. See his money. Yes. <laughs> look, look at the New York, ready to come out. Right, right. <laughs> Scratching at the door. <laughs> Yo, Remy. Yes, man. That mm. remember that song by her and Neo? Like that makes me want to get into that. But yeah, shout out. To I don't on. remember what song you you're know. Re up in this room and putting it down on you. Now no. you pushing back at me. What? She's looking at me so ugly right now, y'all. Like I don't know what song that is. Don't wanna let you leave, baby girl. It feels so good the way that you're moving. I never heard. Bro, that where were you? <laughs> Bro, I was in the nah, A. Nah, this is crazy. That is no excuse, cause bro, if y'all, if you know Sydney, you know this bitch knows. Like she knows every song. So this right here, I'm I'm appalled. I don't even want to talk to you. Like, why don't you know this, Sydney? Like maybe I need to sing the do the rap verse. I don't even know. Like what? <laughs> this is crazy. If I don't if I don't know the hook, bro, I don't know it. <laughs> Send it to me. Send what? It to me. Remy like, Ma was bro, like, you pushing harder. I can see that you loving it. I'm pushing <laughs> back and got you calling out my government like, reminisce, I'm feeling it. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Before somebody, hit me, before somebody hit me up and give me a, you know, give me a deal a real quick. deal, you know. <laughs> I'm sure that they're... Itching to call. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hit a, hit us up. Sign me up podcast at gmail.com. You got a record deal. <laughs> Bookings, anything. Club appearances, hosting, whatever you need. We're there. Oh my God. That is so funny. Well, yeah. I just want to. He's a, like I said, she's a Gemini and he's a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really happy that they finally tie the knot. I mean, from seeing them on Love and Hip Hop, I didn't really know too much about their relationship or anything like that. But seeing them on the show, I just really feel like it's real and learning about how. I was going to ask you, too, because, you know, I don't I haven't been following the season, but I wanted to know what their interaction was like Their, You know, he is chemistry so in love with her. He is so in love with her, like. He loves her more than she loves him, for sure. Like, that's the type of... He he loves her, no doubt. Like, he just wants her to be happy. He'll do anything for her. Like, that's what it really seems like. And he was held her down for the whole time she was in jail. Was, like, taking care of all their kids. Like, all this shit, so... That's very sweet. Yeah. How many kids do they have? I think he has, like... I know she has like one or two and then he has some. Wow. I don't know if any of them are both their children together, but yeah. Well, that's what's up because they say that you have to, the guy, the man has to like you more than you like the man. Yep. Well, that's crazy. It's really true. Because a woman, her instinct is to be a nurturer and to care and stuff like that so she's always going to do that no matter what so the guy has to give that much more just to even match what she would give instinct instinctly you know so Mm. shout out to them they're a great match and they're actually a somewhat match but clearly it worked out right gemini and what capricorn capricorn Mm. yeah so cool! Congrats, guys. We love, we love love. We do, and we love eternal love. Yes. Like yours. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Um. So that's it for nosy news. That's right. Now it's time for them two cents. Two get your wa- cents. Get your wallets out. Open them up. <laughs> and get ready to receive. 
<laughs> these coins. Which has some change. Can you hear the change jingling? Oh yes, that would be perfect. So when two cents come in, we can have the coin noise noise effect. Bro, I hope you're writing this down because okay, I'm gonna write that one down. That's cool. The coin effect. I'm feeling that. All right. Look out here. We don't even need that. We could do it makeshift. Put some coins in a little glass. <laughs> Shake right. it up. But uh, yes. That sounds better. So. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. We have several questions, but I'm just going to. We're we're gonna do two today. First question. Why do most couples think they have to fix everything before getting married? I.e., I'm not ready to marry her because we have a few disagreements. Now, before uh, I finish this, uh, the sender of this question, she is an Aries. She did not include her partner's uh, sign, so... That's all we have, but so she's an Aries, and she wants to know why her partner feels like everything needs to be perfect within the relationship before they can get married. Right. Hmm. See, I the kind th- of agree with your person. <laughs> I agree with the partner as well, but then a part of me, I kind of see where she's at with it as well, because. You know, sometimes we have this idea like, oh, we just got to get everything out of the way. We have to get everything on the table. And yes, while there are certain things that's important, such as, you know, bro, is your credit bad? Or like, are you, (laughs) you know, are the cops after you? Things like that. Like certain things need to be addressed before you make that commitment. There are problems or conflict that's unavoidable. Like conflict is unavoidable sometimes. So you know who's to say you're not gonna something's not gonna happen while you're married but the idea is to really practice to like you know effectively solve these problems while outside of the marriage so you could then be able to you know apply these practices and whatever to when you actually do get married but that makes perfect sense stuff like really important things you need to have ironed out mm-hmm. i mean i know i i read something recently about this guy who like got married to his wife knowing that she was in a shit ton of debt and he like was very vigorous for like a, a set amount of time and helping her clear all her debt so they could start their life together now if you're gonna do something like that i fucks with that you know what i mean like if you're gonna try to help really like build with something somebody and really commit to their baggage and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that's one thing but i totally respect anybody who wants to handle their own business before they bring somebody else into the mix before going into making any commitments or going into any relationship you want to make sure you are a hundred percent you know like whatever that idea is i know some of you have heard 50 50 meet me halfway fuck that right a hundred percent a hundred percent. We got two holes coming into this situation so we can make right. one dynamic and epic ass like thing. So yeah, get your shit together before going in. And right. you didn't really give me the sign of the other person, but I know that Aries and Aries weakness. One of their weaknesses is impatience. There it is. So eager being impatient and all that stuff or being eager to take it to the next level without assessing everything yeah, could be your downfall. So right. I would say. But one of your strengths as an Aries is determination. So I feel like if you are really committed to making the relationship work, you're going to do what you have to do to be supportive to your person. And you're just going to have to really exercise restraint and not, you know, be so crazy and impatient and just let you know trust the process you definitely have to just stick with it and just trust the process that's what I say and then it's like why another thing that I would like to ask you is you know 
what exactly what is it that you're trying to fix right now because then that all it also depends what it what you're trying to fix like it could be something minor or maybe something bigger like a character issue or some kind something that you have to change that might be a little harder to do overnight like you know it really all depends but yes you gotta get your shit together (laughs) wake up while and while you're (laughs) worried about what your partner is doing Make sure that you're the best person that you can be, too. I mm-hmm. mean, we all have improving to do all the time. So I think you should, you know, while they're being selfish and thinking about what they need to do for themselves, you can take the time and do the exact same thing. Absolutely. I agree. Thanks. What was her name? Her name, Yellow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her name was Yellow. <laughs> oh no, is that how it goes? And it was all yellow. Nah, that Coldplay see, song. That Coldplay song. Yeah, we won't. That Coldplay. We song. won't go. We won't okay. go through this because you didn't even know Remy Ma. Oh, all right, whatever. All right. <laughs> Second one. Hey, sign me up, podcast. My name is Princess. I always feel like I'm gonna end up in a million dollar home alone. <laughs> Don't laugh. But I always felt like I would end up like Taraji and think like a man. Very successful, but unhappy. Except she didn't get her man until she was 40-ish. And I don't want to wait that long. Why are you reading like that? Because that's, yes, yes. I have to emphasize what she is saying to me right now. The men today are just not doing it for me. I go on dates and they just aren't ready to settle. Can you help me? I'm a Capricorn. I've dated Cancers and Tauruses. I believe we're compatible. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, princess. princess. (laughs) (laughs) We got Um, you. Yeah, I think that you two are a little eager, my friend, as as the last writer was as well. I think that, you know, you're still young and you have a lot of time ahead of you. So you can't be thinking that you're going to just be alone at this early stage in the game. Yeah. You're young. Like, so young. That's the black-ass bottom line, bro. You're young. And Taurus is one of your most compatible signs. And, I mean, while not all Taurus is made the same, I think that, you know, in the future, if you met another Taurus, it could possibly work. I mean, Mm -hmm. not all. It's just because they're your most compatible sign doesn't mean that it's It's going to work. It's true, though. It's very true. I mean, a quick diversion, like just, you know, like Libra is supposed to be my compatible sign, but I know a Libra who kind of annoys me. You feel me? <laughs> so it's like you have to like factor in. They emphasize, like they put emphasis on the healthy sign versus the unhealthy. I guess there there is a such thing, but whatever. I mean, that supposedly plays a part in it too, but... um. Yeah, like, girl, you have to, this kind of, honestly, I feel like this ties into what we, you know, the advice we gave the last uh, lady as well, yellow. So, (laughs) (laughs) with that, honestly, I just feel like you shouldn't. Okay, this is what I think. I think that it's great that you're focused on your career and get into this money because that is you can only look out for yourself at the end of the day. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can't just, I think that your priorities are in the right, in the right order. Right. And I think and that as long as you, mm-hmm. go ahead. I just think that the fact that you're concerned or you're thinking about when is Mr. Right going to come around? These guys just don't do it for me. I'm just not impressed. I'm not enthused about anything. It's just like the more you you thinking about that, it's just not going to make it happen, to be honest. With the whole focusing on yourself and doing you and putting that money first and all that, like just becoming the best version of yourself 
first is going that to make attract it's bae. gonna attract bay and it's gonna be the right bay you know what i mean like you just gotta bring that energy and continue to do you like don't worry too much about and continue to put out positive vibes into the world pretty much don't put out the negative vibes i'm I mean, never I know gonna that's find a, that's Mr. definitely Ray. a capricorn thing capricorns mm-hmm. often do that they always think the worst instead of right you know looking with the glass half full but i think if you really start the power of positive thinking and speaking is so Important. real you like, are what you attract it's true yeah it's true so if you attract 20 cats then that's what you're gonna get and honestly princess you really just created your entire life for you because you're the one who said that you're you know you always feel like you'll end up in a million dollar home alone i mean speak it into existence and it shall be true okay it will happen so just get that out of your mind like the right person is going to come now it's just now it's not the time like a lot of times we just often just think about the finish line but you got to think about like are you even ready to have a boyfriend right now like are you ready to have any kind of serious relationship like do you feel like you have your shit together you know you have do you feel like you have everything going on to the point where oh let me get a man now like would you are you ready for that Cause you know, like to bring on another person in the whole thing, like that's baggage. You bringing on, yeah. you know, like it's, it's another, it's more, it's more work. So, I say, be selfish. Start for thinking positive. Mm-hmm. Be selfish and really think about yourself and what you can do to better yourself. And they will come strolling right through that door, girl. You sure will. Thanks, princess. For all of your other questions and comments and concerns, please email us at signmeuppodcast at gmail.com. We love to read all of your lovely emails. Right. And we definitely love to give you our two cents. Please do not fail to include your name, code name that is, of course, as well as, <laughs> yes, <laughs> doing it again, doing it, doing it. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yes, that's it. Right. <laughs> so make sure you include your sign and the sign of the the zodiac sign of the partner you're uh inquiring about. And awesome. Yeah, that's that. So we introduced this portion last week for the first time and we already have an update. I'm so excited. Yes. Because our special interest story is really is it heating up, Shayna? I mean, Shayna has more details than I do. It's heating up. It's heating up. All right. So well, I got the it. scoop because you know that Scotty's the homeboy. Let's give a quick refresher from last. Right. Week. So the refresher is Scotty is openly gay. Leo is open. Okay. Leo is open. He has a open minded, open minded, period. But you know, like, he, yeah. Yes. He identifies more with, I guess. No, I honestly, I don't even think he identifies more with heterosexual. It's just, you know, he's just open, period. So anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, I told you guys last week that they went out on a date. Things seemed to be going well. Uh, Interest was expressed and exchanged. Things went well enough to where there's actually a second date happening. And it actually (gasps) should be happening in like an hour or two. <gasps> yeah, it's Tonight? crazy. At night, at night, yes. But oh I wanted gosh. to uh, follow up with you guys about the other, the first, the first date that happened. So when I I told you guys, you know, Scotty got super drunk, and you know, we learned a little bit that night, and Scotty returned with Leo hand in hand. Like things were just, you could just see the chemistry oozing. Right. You know, from in between the two of these guys. So uh, they went on the date. They went to the same place that we went, Fiesta Cantina. And they were there, had a couple drinks, chill, talk there. That's where the interest was expressed. You know, basically, right. Scotty had a chance to kind of lay it all out for him. Let him know, like, I'm interested in you. I like you. And according to Scotty, Leo 
alluded to the fact that he was interested in him too. And oh he, my God. Right. So, but shit gets real. They leave this place. Things are well. They go to the Abbey. At the Abbey, they meet this other gay guy who's kind of like, you know, just moved to L.A. And the thing about Leo, who is a Leo, Leos are very social. So you could find them anywhere and everywhere, like at a social setting. Like they like to move around. They like to meet people, talk to people. It's just a natural thing. You know, it's a natural characteristic of theirs. So as they're at the Abbey, this white dude is there and, you know, he basically walks up to Leo and is like, do you have a cigarette? And from that, asking that question, they started vibing and talking and, you know, Scotty is all down and good for it, but he's like, yo, this is a date between Leo and I, so I would really like for you to step off other to step off. So they keep talking. And the next thing you know, uh, Leo and the guy exchange numbers right in front of Scotty. Not yes. Right in front of Scotty. (laughs) Yes, girl. Exchange numbers. And Scotty is just like, okay, y'all can't be fucking serious right now. Right. So, you know, he definitely is like, okay, whatever. But he turned a blind eye because I'm not sure if I express this, but. Scotty likes Leo a lot, like a whole lot. So this mm. for him, you know, he was willing to turn that blind eye this one time. You yeah. Know? Right. So okay. that goes. He does, basically, he didn't want to have a temper tantrum. Absolutely. Right. And, and also it's everything. like, yeah, he didn't want to have a temper tantrum when really one, you have Leo who expressed he's open, but you're not really sure how far he would go, you know, so yeah. you don't really want to yeah. overstep that. Like things are still warming up. Right. They leave the Abbey after they have a drink there and they walk down like Santa Monica Boulevard, just like, you know, enjoying themselves walking. And then a gay couple or gay friends kind of like they're walking the other way. And the friends are just like, oh, he's cute to Leo. Leo. So and Leo is just getting. Yes. Leo is clear. Yes. Leo is getting chose on and. Uh, Scotty is just like it's hard for him do y'all not see me here or like what the fuck so now this happens and Leo's like uh, you know Leo stops for the for the friends that call him cute talks to them gets his number oh see okay you know what Mm -hmm. gets his number after that goes in they go, you know, like when he saw him getting the number, he left to walk away. At this point, he's just like, I cannot. And he, so he starts walking away. But of course, Leo catches up with him. They continue on with their night, go to another place. And then they met up with, they met these girls, like a random Motley crew of like, I guess maybe two or three girls. Time goes by. Next thing you know, Leo is tonguing down this girl. <gasps> tonguing making like full-blown making out with <laughs> with a big okay because this is how scotty explained it to me my apology yeah and she yeah, was yeah. she was big so he was like this sloppy girl making he was mi- slobbering down oh this sloppy girl God. and it was just like bro so at that point he's like oh fuck that so he walks away calling the uber trying to get up out of there but of course leo catches up before it's too late next thing you know you know they're in the car no they go to the park they're on the swings talking and at this point leo opens up to him about some very intimate things very intimate and very personal to almost so intimate and personal to the point where he was like why am I even telling you this so that Mm -hmm. kind of made Scotty feel like wow this relationship could possibly you know progress sounds like Leo is confused as hell like he's just kind of like experiencing a whole new world right now and he's just like 
an overload. Yes, I felt like like, when he made out with the girl, like I just felt like that was more of an impulsive thing. Like he, like, like were you trying to prove something, or did you want to, like, what, what was? What was your intentions behind run that? Back in the closet, right? Get around some straight girls. Were you know, like, so it was like once that happened, you know, they still spoke after that. You know, like Scotty didn't have any ill feelings towards him. He wasn't really trying to fight or do anything like that. He just was there, and like once he listened to Leo's story, he was like, "Wow, this guy is really broken," and he felt open enough to share this with me and yeah yeah so that with that um yeah they're going on their second date tonight and stay tuned for more I'm, updates with that this because is this is just this is just ebbing and flowing like this it's heating just... up now i remember uh scotty is a sagittarius so the sag and the leo are apparently a very compatible pair so i am interested to see how this plays out yeah we gotta keep this going we got more for you guys coming real soon where as the saga continues hell yeah so that's awesome i can't wait um tender tales tender tales it's time y'all Pass the tender tales like you used to. Hey, (laughs) the tender tales. My real podcast fans know what that little like you used to do. do. (laughs) Um. Okay. So this tender tale is actually coming from a friend of the show. Her name is Betty Boop. And she's 25. Um, She's a Pisces and she's located in Atlanta. And this email reads, in response to, oh, brief little recap. Last week we talked about Chris Rock dating a younger woman. We were talking about how we felt about dating older men or, you know, dating younger when we're older, whatever. So she says, in response to dating older men slash Tinder Tales. My Tinderoni is 45 and I will be 25. Well, I guess she just turned 25. Fortunately, as we are no longer hanging out, fortunately, we are no longer hanging out as he is extremely clingy and I'm a free bird. Here's the skinny. I used Tinder to find a dealer as well as, (laughs) as well as someone to buy me food when I'm hungry (laughs) because it turns out I'm a food digger. I targeted older men when swiping because they're more likely to have disposable income. I ended up meeting Mo, my tenderoni. He was like a silver fox or whatever. So we ended up fucking. Wasn't my original plan. Then I found out he really wasn't popping in the income department. But we already had, had started having fun and I didn't mind using him when I got lonely. Of course, I told him from jump not to get too deep. Nobody has time for that. But sure enough, he began to expect things for me, like sex each time uh, I decided to see him, expecting to see me daily, weekly, etc. I'm a young woman applying to grad school and trying to start my life. I refuse to feel bad about not having time for you. Anyway, after the latest text outburst he sent my way because I was hanging out with my brother instead of him, I think it's finally over. He claims he's just having fun and doesn't want to settle down yet, but he treats me like a wife in training. No thanks. So in conclusion, dating older men is cool because they have experience in bed, grocery eating, etc. But they are petty and needy just like other niggas, possibly even more so. Because ticking clock there you go there it goes sounds like her tenderoni was in love with that young thing (laughs) Mm, he was trying to snatch that pussy back (laughs) (laughs) yeah he was trying to hold it down girl and Betty it's good that you were not trying to fall for the those ghetto games because he saw your potential like you're going to grad school you like out here trying to get your shit together and he's like she popping 
Mm-hmm. Let me try, let me try to see what's up. It's like, don't nobody want your old ass. Like, I'm trying to find somebody <laughs> young and popping too. Damn it, you mean right? Well, that is that. That wraps up another episode. And also, like forty something to like you know twenty five. Those generations are completely different. So the mindset is different as well. I would I couldn't really imagine like being able to see eye to eye. I just feel like when it's somebody who's over 45, 50, 55, like that's my parent. Those are my parents' peers. And I just can't, I can't date my parents. That's just weird. Mm-hmm. I know how they think. I know their, the generational gap and how that's fine. That's perfectly fine for us to have a generational gap. It's supposed to be like that. Right. So, so let us stay in, within yeah. those, you know. Exactly. Stay where we need to be. He's looking for love. He's looking for love. He needs to find him a woman who, too, is looking to settle down. And not somebody who's just starting their life. Mm -hmm. I always wonder about men who date younger, though. Like, what's your problem? (laughs) Like, are you not adequate for someone who's for someone who is really your yeah like what's wrong i mean it is true that younger people can be more mature but it's like a a gap like that like i can understand you know maybe 30 and 45 or 35 and 45 that makes sense yeah you're talking about somewhere between like a you know 15 to 20 year gap someone who was just in college like Mm -hmm two three years ago come on bro still in school right yeah he got the game fucked up i'm glad you cut him loose and she said that he had an outburst <laughs> like because she was because he wasn't hanging out with her like and what? because she was hanging out with her brother nah yeah. red flag yeah <laughs> cut him off cut him cut him cut him cut him cut him cut him but yo this is the sixth installment of sign me up podcast glad to be bringing you some right glad to be bringing you some real shit hope you enjoy